All right, so this video might make some people upset, and that certainly is not my intention, but my intention with this video is to maybe bring some things to the real estate agent industry as far as awareness, and then most importantly, what are, what are some potential issues? Because here's the reality. The reality is that we all know the stats, and the stats are anywhere from 85 to 90% of real estate agents fail within their first year or two. Now, you would think as an industry, that number hopefully would start to trend downwards, but that just isn't the case. The case is that that number, if anything, seems to be increasing year over year. Now, the question that I'm interested in in today's video is, is why? What, what is the reason? What is the cause? Who is to blame for that number? And there's there's really two arguments. There's one argument or camp that say, well, listen, it's on the individual, right? I mean, that's the truest form of capitalism. People get into this industry and it's up to them to make of it what they will. Everybody has the same opportunity to go out there and generate success for themselves. Makes total sense. The other camp says, well, is there something else that might be contributing to the failure rate being so high? When I say so high, let me give you some context. And so this was brought to my attention. There's all kinds of reports out there that you can research some of these numbers I'm going to, to talk about in today's video. Real estate agent failure rates are the highest out of any other profession in the world. And there's not another industry. In fact, when we looked at, okay, what are the what is the average number of small businesses that fail in year one? It was about 20%. After year two, it jumps up to about 35%. But nothing even comes close to the 87% or the 90% that we see real estate agents failing within their first year or two. Nothing even comes close to having that type of failure rate. And I think that this is a, a thing that should be something that we pay closer attention to. And for whatever reason, I just feel like the industry isn't. And so I'm going to turn this off. And as I think about this, I'm saying, okay, well, what's the deal here? Why is it that this industry's failure rate is higher than others? It can't just be by chance, right? There has to be for a specific reason. And I'm just giving you some considerations or some things that I have thought about. I am curious to kind of get your, your feedback. And so I am under the belief that a large portion of the responsibility with the failure rate, when we're measuring success versus failure, that there's a large responsibility on the industry itself being one of the main factors as to why real estate agents fail at such a high rate as they do. If you look at the industry, we've got about probably 2 million real estate agents. 1.6 million of those are associated with NAR and, and therefore are realtors. And if you look at just some statistics when it comes around real estate agent commissions and earnings, half of the real estate agents make more than $50,000 a year and the other half don't. And so let's just stick on that for a second. We're going to get into some more stats later in the conversation, but for right now, let's stick with that. So the average commission as of last year, 2022 was around 50K. 
which means half of the agent population makes more and half makes less. Anybody can do those numbers. And so, but that's not what's being touted. What's being, what, what, what I think people's expectation is when they make the decision to get into real estate, I have rarely ever heard somebody say, I'm getting into real estate to make less than 50K per year. Because there are so many more income opportunities on the planet outside of being a real estate agent that you can earn 50K or more and not have to go through the brain damage or the headache of being a real estate agent with all the downsides that come with it. Maybe we'll talk about that later in the episode. But I don't think anybody has those aspirations. No, I think people's aspirations are much greater than that. I think people's ambitions of why they decided to get into real estate if we're being honest, is because their belief is that they can make not less than 50000 but rather the opposite, that they're getting into this business to make a lot of money and to be their own boss, like that whole mirage of being, you know, having freedom and flexibility. That Those are the main reasons why I think this industry attracts so many people. Now, here's the issue. This is why I think that this is important to talk about. There's built in, there's like an automatic built in cognitive dissonance. And I think that's heavily weighted on the real estate industry on that side of it. Because when somebody starts to do their due diligence and when somebody starts to research getting their real estate license, all they hear about are the upsides to the industry. For the most part. Now, now, if they're lucky enough to talk to somebody about that that's willing to tell them the truth, and that's one thing. We're going to talk about the truth in just a second. But but I would say for the vast majority, what, what are people seeing? They, they see these shows on Netflix, Selling Sunset or whatever the shows are called, Million Dollar Listing. They see money. They see glamour. They see, they see fame. They see this sexy lifestyle. That's what they see. They probably most often hear about agents that are in the top 10%. They don't hear about the other 90%. It's very rare, if ever, we see real estate agents posting on social media about their failures, right? You don't see that ever. You on, The only time we hear from real estate agents on social media posting is another closing, another listing, check out my new listing, so what are the outsiders left to, to think? All they see is upside. All they see is this positive industry where everybody's succeeding. Everybody's good looking. Everybody's making a lot of money. But that's not the reality. And the goal of today's video is to pull back that curtain to be honest. And the reality is within the numbers. And so we talked about, okay, half, half of the people making less than 50000 the other half making more than 50000 Well, how many, or what is the percentage of people that actually make a living that can maybe support a family? And, and a lot of those people have aspirations. I want to make six figures. They come into this industry never making over $100,000 a year. They want to make hundred k. Well, what is that? That's about 20% of the industry. So 80% of the industry makes less than hundred k per year. That's the reality. But those numbers aren't being publicized the same way that all the upside is. Well, well, let's keep going. 
how much of the industry makes more than $250,000 per year? Well, now you're talking about 10% on uh, an average, about 10% of the industry that makes more than 250K. How much make more than 500K? Well, now you're talking about three, four, 5%. And then how many make more than $1 million in net taxable income? You're talking about less than 1%. Yet this is what the outsiders are seeing. I'm telling you, I get approached from people every single day that want to get into real estate and they tell me the exact same thing when I ask them the question, why do you want to get into real estate? They tell me the same thing every time. Because it looks like you can, it looks like I think I can. It appears as though I can make a lot of money and work for myself and be my own boss. Well, who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't want to make a lot of money and do whatever the hell they want? Everybody. That's one of the big issues. So people get into the industry with this cognitive dissonance where they say, okay, I've got these massive aspirations of making a lot of money without knowing the truth. That's what I want to talk about next. The other issue I see is that it is very, very rare that people in the real estate industry are really telling people the truth that want to get into real estate. And when I say the real estate industry, what I'm talking about primarily are people that work for associations, people that work for uh, different boards, people that are working for, you know, that have brokerages. Th these are people that make up the real estate industry that bring people from outside of the industry into the industry. That's what I'm talking about. These are the people that I think have a massive responsibility to tell people the truth. And I don't know that they are. Because we talked about, okay, people get into the business having these huge, huge, huge aspirations, these huge goals. That's what they believe the industry is because of what they see on social media, because of what they see on TV. Now, that's all they know. Remember, they're not seeing posts of all the agents, the 80, 90%, the, the 9 out of 10. Think about this for a second. Almost everybody not winning None of those people are posting on social media saying, hey, I had another month without a closing, my sixth month in a row without a closing. You don't see any of those types of posts. So all they see is the, is the glam. So then you bring this into the second piece where it's like, okay, well, let me go start to talk to some people that are in the industry. So let's look at that. They start talking to people that own real estate brokerages, big and small. They start talking with people that have real estate teams. They start talking to different associations, different different board members. And if you look at the interest of those individuals, what upside would those people have in telling these people the truth about what it really takes to succeed in our business? What reason would they do that? And when you start to analyze that, at least when I start to think about it, it's like zero. What, what incentive does a broker owner have in talking someone out of getting into real estate because they told them the truth? Well, zero. They would make no money. It actually goes against their interest to tell the truth. 
that right there, when I think about it, when I really go deep, I start to say, maybe that's a huge, huge issue. Maybe, maybe that's a huge reason for this failure rate being so high because the way in which the money flows is essentially incentivized for those folks to, I won't say lie, I won't even say mislead, but withhold information because giving up all the information, in, in other words, check this out. This is a great example. Imagine uh, the, the average real estate broker, all right? Let's say that she has 100 agents at her company. Here are the stats, okay? 20 of those agents sell real estate, 80 do not. Of those 20, she probably has 10, maybe seven or eight that are really hitting the ball out of the cover, uh, out of the park. And she probably has like one or two top, top, top agents. That's that's the tr that's how most brokerages, their their agent lineup, that, that's how it looks, okay? That's like the, the uh, demographic of a real estate brokerage. Well, just imagine that that broker sitting down with this person who says, "I'm looking to get into real estate." You know, what what can you tell me? Well, that person isn't going to sit there and say, "Well, we actually have 82 of the 100 agents at the company not doing anything. Um, they're failing miserably. They barely make enough money that would result in them earning minimum wage." Um, and it's a very, very difficult business. I mean, the likelihood of you succeeding is actually about 5%. Like, that would be the worst recruiting pitch of all time, right? It doesn't happen. Of course it doesn't happen. It's the exact opposite. It's that person selling the upsides. You can be your own boss. You can make your own hours. Unlimited income potential. All true things. So it's more so withholding of information than it is maybe misleading folks. And so now you got these people with these huge expectations. I can make all this money. I can I can live this sexy lifestyle. They go and start to vet out the industry. They talk to these different people. And all of those people are just withholding information because it goes against their interest to, to be honest with them. And then it's only later that they become a statistic. It's only after... They kind of pull back the curtain, like having that Wizard of Oz moment to find out, well, what the hell? Well, why didn't nobody offer up the information that I have to go out there and generate my own business? This is a direct sales business. I have to, uh, no one told me I had to be a salesperson. I hate sales. No one told me I had to deal with rejection. No one told me I had to know about marketing and advertising and pay-per-click campaigns and managing a budget and a PL. I've never had a business before. Nobody said any of this stuff. Nobody said I was going to have all these expenses, all these fees that come out every month, regardless if I sell a house. Nobody said any of this stuff. And a lot of people find themselves in a situation, actually not a lot, most end up getting out of the business 80, 90% of the time because it isn't until afterwards that they find these things out. And so what am I saying or what am I suggesting? Well, nothing specifically other than that, I think that our industry can do a better job, number one, of setting better expectations of what this is and what this is not and being very, very clear. That's number one. Potentially number two, is if somebody is going to get into this business, maybe they come into the business differently than how they get into this business now. 
Maybe it's more than just a weekend class that they learn some terms, they memorize them on flashcards, and now all of a sudden they are a, they're in business. Maybe it's different to get into the business. Maybe they have to do some things or some prerequisites for them to actually be a practicing real estate professional. Maybe after they get that license, the way in which they start to practice the, the actual transactions, they get into practice, that they don't just go off on their own. They go under some type of mentorship or some type of guidance for you know the first X amount of transactions. You know, maybe they have to go through a certification process after their license to demonstrate certain certain attributes of executing on a real estate transaction. Because here's the other problem. All of you that are licensed real estate agents would probably agree with this if you're not too upset. Hopefully, uh, this video doesn't make you mad, but it says, yeah, maybe, maybe you agree with some things, maybe you don't. But I think everybody would agree with this, that what, what we have to do in order to get into the real estate business as far as licensing goes has very little to do with actually being a practitioner of, of real estate sales. Those two things are not that correlated. In other words, I think most real estate agents would tell you, hey, how often are you finding yourself using what you had to know on that test to call yourself a real estate agent in your everyday business? And I, and I believe in every ounce of my being that the vast majority of people would say very, very little to none. And so maybe they, after you get that license and you call yourself legal compliant to be a practicing real estate agent, maybe you go through some type of certification to be transaction certified. And so these are just some of the things I'm thinking about to say, okay, if it were me and I'm, you know, in charge of, or not even in charge, if, if I'm one of these associations and our longevity as an industry is at, is in question because of all these people coming after the industry after all these lawsuits and all this stuff i'm saying okay well how do i make my my people more successful i mean that's where all my attention would go to how do i not be leading the way in failure rate how do i decrease that number and I just don't see that. I don't see anything changing. I, I see it actually probably going the other way. And again, when I think about and how the money flows, right? They always say, follow the money. When I look at the, how the money flows, well, it, it, it goes against the business model of the industry. They want the masses to get out there and get their real estate license. They get all those fees. And the way in which they get those fees it doesn't matter whether or not somebody is selling a house. It doesn't matter whether or not somebody is succeeding or not. These associations and these companies, they're all getting paid anyways. So it's in their best interest to get the largest number of people inside of the industry. So that's why I'm making this video is just to look at that. Is that a conflict of interest perhaps? I don't know, but I guess as I leave you guys today, what what do you, I mean, at some point we've got to do something about it. And my question for you as, as you leave this video is what are some of the things you think we can do as an industry to make these people that want to get into this amazing business of real estate sales, how do we increase the likelihood that they succeed?